This is an adult education podcast of Lanier Technical College. If you are a lawful resident of the state of Georgia and are interested in more free lessons to improve your English or prepare for your high school equivalency diploma, such as the GED or HiSET, please visit our website, www.laniertech.edu. Click on Adult Education and follow the instructions. And now for our lesson. Welcome to our lesson. My name is Shannon Cole, Dean of Adult Education at Lanier Technical College, and this podcast episode will be for our advanced English language learners. Today's episode will be the first in a series of improving your pronunciation. Our focus today will be on stress inside sentences. In today's lesson, we will learn which types of words to stress and how to change the emphasis or meaning of a sentence by adding stress or stressing a normally unstressed word. By the end of this lesson, you will have practiced the same stress patterns that native speakers place on several English sentences, understand the concepts of where stress should be placed in a sentence, and will be able to better understand spoken American English by native speakers. One of the most frequent requests we hear from our English language learners is to help their pronunciation. I have found when students ask for help on their pronunciation, they really want two things. First, of course, they want to improve their speaking so that others can understand what they are saying. And second, they also mean they really don't understand a lot of native speakers when they are talking at a normal speed. Why do English speakers talk so fast, I hear them say. Well, don't worry, they aren't really talking fast. I guarantee you that learners of any language always say that people are speaking too fast. So you may be asking, why is it that I can't hear the words from native speakers? Believe it or not, it has to do with pronunciation. It is oftentimes the exact same reason that native speakers may have trouble understanding you when you speak. English, like many languages, has a set way of stress within sentences. I like to call this the song of English. In this first episode in our pronunciation series, I want to point out the way that you sing your English will either make you understood to a native speaker or make them look confused. You will be surprised that this simple technique can greatly improve how many native speakers understand you. And with practice, you will suddenly discover you now understand native speakers most of the time. Well, before we start singing our English, let's do a little warm-up with our voices. There are three basic types of sentences in English. Declarative, interrogative, and exclamatory. You don't need to remember those terms, but you do need to know the differences. A declarative sentence is usually a sentence that ends in a period. 
A simple sentence. The overall tone for this sentence is flat, except for the last syllable, which quickly drops. We will ignore the stressed words for now, and we will talk about that later in this episode. Let me give you some examples. I have really noticed your progress. I am here to help you. I think I understand. Do you hear how my voice suddenly drops at the end? This indicates to the listener you are making a statement, a declarative sentence. Listen to the pattern once more. I have really noticed your progress. Da 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 dum. I have really noticed your progress. Da 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 dum. I am here to help you. Da 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 dum. I am here to help you. Da 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 dum. I think I understand. Da 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 dum. I think I understand. Da 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 dum. This is known as falling intonation. Your pitch starts high and falls low at the end. The second type is the interrogative sentence, which ends in a question mark. The stress position on your questions depend on the type of question asked. If it is a yes/no question, then we are using rising intonation. Are you sure about that? Dum 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 da. Are you sure about that? Dum 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 da. Is that the new doctor? Dum 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 da. Is that the new doctor? Dum dum da dum dum da. Do you notice how at the end the sound goes up? Are you sure about that? Is that the new doctor? That is known as rising intonation. In the WH question words, plus the word how, it is similar to a declarative sentence. Why are you not busy today? Da 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 dum. Why are you not busy today? Da 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 dum. How is your family? Da 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 dum. How is your family? Da 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 dum. For now, if you have an either-or question or one with many choices, you can treat it as a declarative sentence as well with falling intonation. It is really a mixed intonation, but for now you can learn it as a falling intonation. Do you want beef or chicken? Dum 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 da dum da dum. Do you want beef or chicken? Dum 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 da dum da dum. Is blue, green, or red her favorite color? Dum da da dum da dum 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 dum. Is blue, green, or red her favorite color? Dum da. Da dum da dum 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 dum. 
The third type of sentence is the exclamatory sentence, which ends in an exclamation mark. It can also be seen as a falling intonation, just like the declarative sentence. But as we will learn in the next section, the individual words will have more stress. My sister has just had a daughter. Da 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 da. My sister has just had a daughter. Da 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 da. Your house is on fire. Da 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 da. Your house is on fire. Da 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 da. Now you may have learned these types of intonations before, understand them, but still have difficulty understanding native speakers. Well, there is more to stress in a sentence than just the basic types of sentences. You must also learn to choose which words to stress inside each sentence. Does that sound complicated? Well, it does take a little practice. But once you learn these basic concepts, you'll be communicating more effectively. Let's take a look at the words that require stress inside English sentences. You will find various lists out there, but remember the most important rule: you want to stress words that carry important information. Let's make the list simple. In a sentence. You should stress descriptive words. This includes adjectives, adverbs, numbers, or any type of counting words like some, many, all, etc. You should also stress action verbs. Stress nouns, but not pronouns. And stress negative words or contractions. Let me read that list for you once more. The four items are descriptive words, action verbs, nouns, and negative words. Very easy, right? You can also stress anything you need that requires extra emphasis or is most important in the sentence. Now, what do I mean when I say stress? How do we stress a word? Well, we say the syllable in the word that is normally stressed, but slowly, a little bit more loudly, and with a slightly higher intonation. And you exaggerate the stress on the word even more if you want extra emphasis as being the most important topic in the sentence. This is one reason students do not hear the difference between can. And can't, which is the contraction of cannot. The word can't is a negative word, and must be stressed. The word can is not an action; it is a helping verb, and so it does not get stressed. Here are some examples. Mary can go with us to the store. Mary can't go with us to the store. Let's listen to those examples once more. Mary can go with us to the store. 
da dum dum da dum 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 da. Mary can go with us to the store. Mary can't go with us to the store. Da dum. Da da dum 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 da. Mary can't go with us to the store. Da dum, da da dum 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 da. Because can isn't stressed, it sounds almost vowel-less. Kun, kun, kun. And because can't is stressed, you can hear the vowel. Can't, can't, can't. Mary can go with us to the store. Mary can go with us to the store. Mary can't go with us to the store. Mary can't go with us to the store. Hear the difference? Kun and can't. There is another reason students may have difficulty understanding the word can't along with other contractions and words that end with the NT sound, but we'll review that in a future episode. For now, let's look at a few more examples of stress in sentences. The dog chases the cat across the garden. The dog chases the cat across the garden. My barking beagle, Rodney, ran after my neighbor's white cat, chasing it through the rosebush in my garden. My barking beagle, Rodney, ran after my neighbor's white cat, chasing it through the rosebush in my garden. You may have noticed that no matter how much detail I put into these sentences, you were probably able to understand most of what was being said. That is because there are so many stressed words that appear in these sentences, causing the overall sentence to slow down and hearing most of the words individually. So there are a lot of stressed words in these examples. And because of that, if you know the vocabulary, you will probably understand the sentences. Now, compare those sentences to a mostly unstressed sentence. They're about ready to go. They're about ready to go. Is she somewhere that is safe? Is she somewhere that is safe? Wow, what a difference. Uh, in the first sentence, only the syllable red and ready and the word go are stressed. And in the second question, only the word safe is stressed. The effect of this is a sentence that may sound mumbled, fast, and running together. However, now that you realize that only the important words are stressed, you can practice your listening skills. As a reminder, when you give stress to a word, you do not say the entire word slowly, but only the syllable of the word that is normally stressed. Here's an example. The Declaration of Independence was signed on July 4, 1776. The Declaration of Independence was signed on July 4, 1776. 
Notice I said Declaration of Independence and not Declaration or Independence. Declaration Independence. So if a word has more than one syllable, you only put the stress in the normal place. Of course, you can break the rules if you need to emphasize something in the sentence. Let's look at some examples. I wouldn't do that. This is the normal pronunciation. I wouldn't do that. Now listen how the meaning of the sentence changes when I change the stress. I wouldn't do that. We don't normally stress a pronoun, but here there is stress on I. It means maybe someone else would do that, but not me. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. We don't normally stress the word that, but in this case I want to show that I would make a different decision to the speaker. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. By learning how to properly stress a word in a sentence, you will be able to not only speak so that native speakers can understand you, but you will be able to understand native speakers more frequently without asking them to repeat. Now, let us practice a few sentences. I will give you a list of words for a sentence, but not stressed in the right way. You should put the words together in a sentence with the correct stress. For example, if I say, he is tall, you would say, he is tall, with the correct stress, he is tall. Are you ready? Let's begin. I don't have any money for the potato chips. I will repeat that once more. I don't have any money for the potato chips. I don't have any money for the potato chips. I don't have any money for the potato chips. I don't have any money for the potato chips. Number two. The other night my daughter asked me if she could borrow the car. The other night my daughter asked me if she could borrow 
the car the other night my daughter asked me if she could borrow the car the other night my daughter asked me if she could borrow the car number three Gerald and Lisa are planning to get married next month at the community center Gerald and Lisa are planning to get married next month at the community center Gerald and Lisa are planning to get married next month at the community center Gerald and Lisa are planning to get married next month at the community center number four it is nice weather we are having today isn't it it is nice weather we are having today isn't it it is nice weather we are having today isn't it it is nice weather we are having today isn't it number five Jessica just won a million dollars in the lottery Jessica just won a million dollars in the lottery Jessica just won a million dollars in the lottery Jessica just won a million dollars in the lottery number six my parents are visiting Philadelphia for the first time next week my parents are visiting Philadelphia for the first time next week my parents are visiting Philadelphia for the first time next week my parents are visiting Philadelphia for the first time next week number seven that is dangerous that is dangerous that is dangerous that is dangerous number eight if your computer is broken you should take it 
to a repair shop if your computer is broken you should take it to a repair shop if your computer is broken you should take it to a repair shop if your computer is broken you should take it to a repair shop how did you do remember you will need lots of practice to make your sentences stress just right try listening to native speakers conversations and you'll see how these stress patterns are naturally produced in today's episode we learned the types of stress in an english sentence and the types of words that should be stressed inside a sentence Remembering the differences between a declarative, interrogative, and exclamatory sentence is only part of the task. Students must also remember to only stress the syllables of nouns, action verbs, descriptive words such as adjectives, adverbs or quantifiers, and negative words. In addition, stress can be added to other words if a word needs special emphasis for added meaning. The more you practice, the more success you will have in your communication skills. That is all for this episode. This is Shannon Cole, Dean of Adult Education at Lanier Technical College, inviting you to tune in for our next lesson. This concludes the lesson. Please make a note of the time, complete your log sheet, and turn your log in to your instructor at the end of the week. Then complete the follow-up activities assigned by your instructor or in your course module. This podcast has been a production of Lanier Technical College Adult Education.